Welcome back to a highly anticipated episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time! I'm one half of your co-hosts, Zach Main, and I'm here with uh, the simplest of mammals, Alexander Beardsley. And we are here after a small little uh, hiatus to bring you Season 4, Episode 8, Patrick Smart Pants and Squid Bob Tentacles. Wow. Two, uh, honestly, two episodes that I remembered most from the season. Um, I definitely, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, for those listening early, it's uh, the one where Patrick becomes smart, um, too smart for his own good, and then the other one is when Sandy accidentally merges Spongebob and Squidward into one being, right before the big clarinet concert. Of course. It's it's uh, episodes I definitely do remember seeing maybe once or twice, but... um. They did stick out as having... They both had, like, a, a part that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But... Yeah. For the most part, they weren't that memorable to me. Just just a few parts here and there that I was like, oh, yeah, I've definitely seen this before. I do remember seeing this a long time ago. So, um, yeah. For sure. It's been a while for me, too. I mean, I would guess after high school, though, I mean... We are going to get into when this episode came out, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't watched them a lot, but I do remember them for sure, more so than some of the other ones that are remaining and that we've already done. Yeah, samesies. Yeah, season four has been kind of a, uh, I don't know, it's been alright, there's some pretty decent episodes for the most part i think it's still kind of missing its former glory for me yeah um even these ones are fine but like i don't know it's like the pacing of them or the the jokes it's hard to tell exactly what's not like classic spongebob to me but uh overall they're uh pretty decent but we'll get to to our analysis on the episodes it's yeah. been a long time since we've uh, had one of these, and it's we're doing a, it. Been it's been what like a uh, long time. Well, maybe two months because the last one we did was me and Jeff covering Mortal. It Con. was at least right because I moved in here, um, a little. You're at your house, and I'm at my house. Yeah, we haven't done this in a long time, no. but it could be the future. It could be. Or you could come here someday. I could. For sure. It's a cool it's a cool house. Um But we moved in here uh like two months ago, a little bit more than two months ago, and I know we haven't recorded since then, so and that might have been yeah, around, it was around the time when we stopped. It stopped April eighth. So it was Two two months and one day since our last episode came out from when we're recording this right now. Yeah. So, 
Uh, hopefully you guys are as excited to hear our voice as we are excited to project our opinions again. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess uh, before we get into the podcast, we'll start with the uh, the top thing on my mind to inform everyone of, which is that uh, two weeks ago today, we had to put Gohan down, uh, my dog, who was battling lymphoma and uh he had you know passed it and it came back and uh it was a it was a whole process and the worst night of my life but we're moving on and uh he was a great boy and he was on the podcast a few times you could hear his barks um he'd always want to be chilling with us uh he was a great little corgi boy and i miss him yeah, he was a really good boy, and I know I was thinking that he he'll be always remembered on this podcast as a member of the podcast, and of course, uh, you know, one of the 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 joke about you know Gohan and Finn's uh, salon or whatever Pet salon. it was, yeah, yeah. you know, that um, was below the studio. <laughs> Obviously, you know, that was named after him and and Finn, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, he was a he really was a really good boy. I mean, it really it, you know, it 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 always sucks, you know. It really he's way too young, especially, you know. And Yeah. That's just the way I'm, it goes sometimes. <clears throat> I'm sure you had seen and if anyone's interested, uh a few weeks before he passed, we did go to Hocking Hills in Ohio, and uh, I hiked around with him in a backpack, so he was like a little Yoda, <laughs> just chilling yeah. on my back, and uh, he was 35 pounds, so it was a very heavy uh, Load. adventure, but yeah. he loved it, and he was like a celebrity when we went. It was literally, there was... Everyone would come up and be like, oh, my God, Corgi in a backpack. Look at this guy. He's chilling. We love it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he had a great time. So I'm glad that we got to do that. Yeah, uh, that's really good. That's that. Yeah. I, I That's really great that he was, like, cool with that, too. I feel For like sure. that's, pretty, that's a pretty special dog to just be like, yeah, you can just wear me as a backpack. Yeah, I mean, I'm he totally was... Yeah, you know, toward the end, he was uh, a little tired. You know, he was only six, but uh, he, had, he had done a lot, and he was going through his chemo again, so he was kind of tired. So he didn't really mind uh, just chilling for a while. Because when I let him walk one of the paths, man, with those little legs, it was very tough for him. <laughs> he was all tuckered out. Little guy. Um, but I've got a bunch of great pictures, too, from that trip on my Instagram. Totally red underscore Zach. Yeah, I actually uh, just today we had a team meeting at work and I put together four different pictures that I had turned into a couple slides or four different pictures that were a collage of nine pictures each. <clears throat> so a lot of pictures and I just kind of told everyone about him and went through like the chronological uh, events of his life and uh, it was good. Yeah. Baby so boy. that's uh, the biggest thing. Obviously, you bought a house. Oh, yeah. During the worst time to buy a house. Yeah. Well, maybe before. Right before it got really bad. Yeah. yeah. It was lucky how that worked. 
Mm-hmm. Because um, I know so I've you talk- probably already gained some value in the <clears throat> house. Yeah, I could probably turn around and sell it for like at least thirty grand more than I paid for it. Like if I wanted to, like right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I mean, I already have, uh, I, uh, put new floor in this room and, um, it was carpet before. Now it's like laminate, which is what the rest of the down, the ground floor is like. So I think that adds some value. I'm going to like actually do some shit to this house. I might put like a green room like off the back like a like a window room you know what i'm saying oh yeah green room i understand because there is an awning (laughs) back here already and it's like shitty and it's like it doesn't even really need to be there and we don't get hardly any sunlight because we have a giant maple tree so Mm. i I think it'd be sweet to have like a glass a glass room off the back rather than like a just a fucking old tin awning but um that'd be cool but yeah, I mean, shit like that, it'll cost a lot, but it'll add, <clears throat> it, it'll pay for itself when you sell. And it'll add a lot to your own enjoyment of life. Right, exactly. Um and I mean, obviously, yeah. It's uh it's too bad cuz we were we got some like thank you bonuses at work, like hourly bonuses for a while, and those are kind of yeah. starting to go away now. So that's kind of a bummer cuz it's just like mm going you know i mean we knew they were temporary but we were all hoping they would last you know at least till the pandemic was like officially over right but it's weird because like at least in michigan i think only like four not even 45 percent are fully vaccinated yet and like yeah people are already like oh it's over this thing's over mm-hmm. and it's like the non-vaccinated people are the ones doing that. Right. Especially them. Right. And like, it's like, bro, that's exactly how it doesn't be over. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's like but, the uh, opposite of it being over, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, hopefully we're all safe and we're all good. You know, it seems like we are, you know, if we're vaccinated. Yeah. But. I mean, personally, I haven't known somebody who's gotten COVID for a little while. I'm trying to think now. I hear about it. Maybe right before my birthday. Or right after, actually, because Angie's sister had it. um, Who was on the podcast once. Oh, right. Um, But yeah, hopefully it's going away. I mean, they're starting to allow people back into sporting arenas for like events and there's a big soccer competition going on in Europe this summer so hopefully they can uh have a good time <laughs> yeah i hope so I yeah hope, i hope nobody you know gets real sick yeah no one except for you know Republicans. Yeah. Conservatives. Boomers. No, I'm just kidding. All bo- yeah, the the boomer remover or yeah, boomer remover. Yeah, boomer That's sooners. Boomer sooners. Um You know a game I've been playing a lot? What's that? 
not Pokemon Snap, but I have been liking that. But I've been playing a lot of Knockout City. Have you seen it? No. It's a dodgeball game that's published by EA. No Super way. fun. It's like you can have teams. You can like teams? roll up into a ball yourself. What? And you can have Samus? your friends throw you. And you can like sh- shoot, have your friends throw you up into the air and have you come down like a bomb. No freaking way. It's unbelievable. It's a cool game. I'd highly recommend it. Wow. Well, thanks. Um, For sure. Um, Yeah. As I already told you, but I guess I'll tell the podcasting audience, if any of y'all are Pokemon fans, I too have been playing Pokemon Snap, and I decided to play Pokemon shield i played pokemon shield sarah my girlfriend of course played pokemon sword and that was really an enjoyable time to have together do you think uh, sword is better than shield (laughs) honestly i I don't really know what the difference is i think the i think the shield legendary pokemon is a little bit cooler than the sword one uh just in design like the sword one is cool because it has a sword obviously but the shield one is like design more cooler i think that i played sword for some reason that sounds like something you would do well it was like one of them was out early i don't remember i don't still have it on my console i don't think because i didn't care for it that much because it was very easy (laughs) Well, I but, know they added a lot of um, they added a lot of stuff to it now. I think they may have made it more difficult. I don't know because there was a lot of it where I was like, "This is easy, but it's not like that easy." Like if you, if I had never played Pokemon before, this might be kind of hard, you know. Most of the game for me, I don't think I ever had to use one item in battle. Hardly ever had to go to Poke Centers. Lost one match, which was the very last match, and then I tried it again without doing anything different except changing my own tactic, and I won with ease. Um, I just think I was probably putting in too much grinding, you know, because I think the grinding is fun in Pokemon when it's new stuff and it's like they have that whole open field too. You know, it feels less like grinding, but when you grind, you grind like all of them. So they all level up together. And then it's like my main Pokemon is like 15 levels higher than like the the gym leaders and right. So it was just uh, no the last the last couple battles I didn't lose any of them but I definitely like they were like you know they took a couple of my boys out but like there was never any doubt that I was gonna win. But that really doesn't bother me that much. I mean, I like, I expect to win in Pokemon. Like, I don't. Yeah. Really. Mine was expect. just a lot of like just tapping a like do the same move over and over till they die because there's no way they're gonna kill me and I don't even have to think. I just you know wanted a little bit more. The no, story I I'd felt like was nothing crazy. It's all kind of stuff that. They just keep doing over and over in a yeah. way. No, I get it. Um, speaking on Pokemon, though, too, real quick, because uh, I know like we're going to get, you know, two more games in the next year. The Diamond and Pearl remakes and, uh, and Arceus. 
Legends Arceus. I'm excited for that for or, sure. Or Arceus, I believe, is the canon pronunciation. But what? Pretty sure, yeah. Like in the movie and everything, it's Arceus. That's gross. Yeah. No, I remember my little cousin saying that like 10 years ago when Arceus was new. He pronounced it Arceus. I was like, I don't think that's how you say it, bud. And then it was like, he knew. Like he had heard it on the anime or some shit. He was like, no, that that is how you say it. I was like, oh, that's fucked up. You want to hear the lady on Google say it? Yeah. Settle the score once and for all? Yeah. Arceus. Arceus. Wait, I swore she just said Arceus in my head, and now she's saying Arceus? Arceus. Oh, this does say Arceus, but... Well, that um, is how you would pronounce it, but, like, I'm pretty sure the the canon... The way you said that reminded me of uh, I Think You Should Leave, which is also coming out next month. <laughs> well, that is, nah. <laughs> What did I even yeah. say? You're just saying that's the way it should be. (laughs) (laughs) That is like that, isn't it? Oh, man. I think you should leave. I just watched um, The Sandlot today. It's a classic classic film. Yeah. Last time I watched it was on a plane, I think. On a plane, motherfucker. Yeah. Now I want to watch Angels in the Outfield. I've got a real hankering Dude. for summertime baseball movies right now. I haven't seen that in so long. And it was like my mid-20s when it blew my mind when I found out who that kid was. Oh, yeah, JGL. It's on yeah. uh, Hulu with a premium subscription. I assume that's what I have. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it is. So that's cool. That's where Sandlot was, too. So I guess Hulu is the place to go for your baseball movies uh, this summer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm All enjoying... All your baseball needs. I'm enjoying the summertime so far. I mean, it's Me not too. even actually summer yet, but it's... Uh, it was 90 this weekend. It turned to be summer weather very quick. I know I had some plants outside that, like, died because it got too hot. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, it was like, what? Sorry, guys. We had, like, our own little private beach at uh, the no. Creek campground we no. were at. So it was really nice to be in the 90-degree weather at your own little water. And they had a rope swing. No way. That you had to, like, swim across to. I can't even believe that. It was it was dope. It was a great time. Jordan Lang was there. Jordan we'll Lang? Later. Friend of the podcast? Yeah, we'll talk about him again. And give him a quirky little name. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, true. we should probably do that. I think that uh, the podcast is still supposed to be about SpongeBob at some point. And um, cartoons in general. Fun, nostalgic things. That, that can be our thing. Yeah, so don't get mad when we spend 20 minutes talking about nonsense. When yeah. all you want to hear is SpongeBob. Yeah, suck my balls. Are you ready, Zach? Aye, aye! Oh, that, is, that was peak city right there. Yeah, I could barely hear it. Aye, aye, Alex! <laughs> no, that's also very peaky. You gotta, you're gotta. you saying it too loud. Aye, aye, Alex! <laughs> aye, aye, Alex! 
Hey, hey, Alex. Yes. Patrick Smart Pants. This episode aired on some day in October of uh, 21 of 2005. 2005. Yeah, old motherfucker. Storyboard directors were Casey Alexander, Chris Mitchell, written by them two along with Tim Hill. And it was technically directed by Vincent Waller and animationly directed by Tom Yasumi. Supervising producer, Ribbit Ribbit. It's Paul Tibbet. It's PT. That's our boy. So 2005. So we were 13 years old. We were about to make our way into high school. Oh, that's crazy to think. Wait. No, wait. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. This would have this would have been 8th eighth, 8th eighth grade, yeah. October yeah. would have been Or we would be starting 8th grade in the in the fall, right? Yeah, this would be like the fall of 8th grade. Still Damn, have it, all... It's just weird thinking back to to that age. Because, you know, my innocence was taken in me from such a young age. It was like, one year I was watching Patrick Smart Pants, the next year I was being statutorily raped. Wow. What a thing to say. <laughs> yeah, by, a, you know, my girlfriend. So it's not as bad as it, maybe it sounds. Um, yeah. But yeah, crazy times. That is pretty um, crazy. Your innocence I forgot to was mention just it taken. Earlier. I forgot to mention it earlier, but I've been like super, it's been on my mind a lot because I watched this, uh, this whole criminal psychology YouTube series, pretty much where it like, uh, analyzes, uh, certain people's, uh, interrogations and like the stuff that they say and in court and whatever. And, uh, I've been watching like a lot of that. So like murder type cases have been on my mind so when i saw casey alexander i was like casey anthony travis alexander like in my head it was like those were two you you know travis alexander was uh the guy who was killed by jody arias and that was the same year that uh casey anthony killed their kid and got away with it um because i don't remember i mean casey alexander maybe is a familiar name definitely not like a like a season three memorable cast member, like uh, most yeah, of these guys. They've been around, but I'm not. I can't remember. Oh right, I guess I don't know either if uh, they're a man or a woman. So I shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guess. How could you, Zach? <laughs> not that I did. It's 2021. Get with the times. Thank you. I forgot what year it was for a while. It's the year of our Lord, 2021. 
So, um, we start the episode off with Patrick and SpongeBob jellyfishing. Yeah. And they're jellyfishing. They're jellyfishing. It's like, it's all a bunch of uh, sight gags to begin. Like, oh, I missed the jellyfish and I caught you, SpongeBob. And I I broke my net on your head. Yeah. And then weird laughing face and then tag you're it and then patrick with laughter. his three tooth grin <laughs> yeah that shit eating grin spongebob taps him and patrick walks away and he's like wait pat you're it but patrick's running away even though he's it spongebob is like stopping mid-run and he's like you gotta look out and he's like wait what what does the sign say Dan Gurcliffe or like he's like reading it and as he starts to read like the last part of danger in the word cliff he's already run through the sign and fallen down the cliff he's off the cliff you're it (laughs) you're it wait Pat you're it (laughs) the sign Yeah. Um, leaving a star-shaped hole where he was. In the in the the sign, there's a star-shaped hole. Yeah. So he falls down off this cliff, right? SpongeBob's really worried about him. He's like, you're probably fucked up and dead. Yeah, because only his head's sticking out, and he squeezes it, and it just the head part comes out. The tippy right, top. Like, yeah, like he disintegrated below the head. But then we see Patrick walk on from stage left. Yeah, I do like the, yeah. uh, is the rest of you down there? And he's like, no, the rest of me is up here. <laughs> he's yeah, like, oh, so good. He's glad that his friend isn't dead. Um, Patrick, right. So Patrick is standing there without the t- top of his head right which is a thing that starfish can do they can lose their appendages and grow them back um regenerative property that's why star you and star me no recover um anyway he puts this thing in and we see the inside of patrick's brain and brainstem yeah uh, which has a electrical like it's a plug in the inside of his Um, head has an outlet and to me this meant like oh spongebob putting that on plugged in something that had never been plugged in before like maybe his brain was just unplugged the whole time right right that's what i thought too yeah i think that's what you're supposed to think but maybe that's not what's actually happening um yeah it's spoiler it's not because we know at the end what's actually happening right um But yeah, because it starts to turn all these wheels and uh, like the spider webs that were holding the gears in place, like fall away and his brain actually starts moving. It's like a machine that's never been turned on. Yeah. And you can see his expression change immediately as like the juices start flowing and he's like, oh, I'm suddenly smart. Right. And he's like, here you go. Grab your uh, the jellyfishing rod 
And uh, Patrick does not want a jellyfish because right because it's bad. It is bad. It's not a thing that smart people do apparently. Yeah, because I mean, um, <laughs> it's barbaric, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not anything you would do, right? Right. Ever? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around with it. Yeah, so Patrick says, uh, he's like, look at them. These graceful, stoic creatures of the deep. SpongeBob's like, uh, yeah, those are big words. I've never heard you talk like that. Uh, nonsense. My vocabulary is infinitely expanding. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, uh, let's just expand our jellyfish nets. Kind of not fully aware of what's happening. It's clear something's wrong, but, uh, SpongeBob's gonna just act like everything's okay. It's all good. Yeah, he's just acting weird. He fell off a cliff. Um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he does do a really cool... He, like, slides on his back and goes up like it's a half pipe and, yeah, and he makes s- a really good catch. Wall upside down and then slides back. It is very cool. Very, very cool. But uh, Patrick would rather... So is he drawing this? Yeah. Yeah, All he right. is. Uh, I think it's an encyclopedia, maybe. That's cause... what I thought at first, too, but then this is... This is like the Da Vinci thing. So it's like he's oh, maybe he studying did. it himself. Oh, kind of thing. right. Because there's like a him as Da Vinci. Right. So right. this is like I, stuff that he's been drawing. That's that's what I thought originally. But then just now I second guessed it and was like, oh, no, he's probably just reading an encyclopedia. But I think it is supposed to be. This is like his research. Yeah. And then uh, he goes on to say. Uh, well, SpongeBob's like, look, buddy, I captured one. And he goes, yes, I captured one as well without disturbing its delicate ecosystem. It is wrong to harness nature in such a barbaric manner. As you can tell, something is very wrong with Patrick. He's never talked like this before. Um, Correct. But SpongeBob, of course, he can see that Patrick's not into jellyfishing right now. He's like, well, wh- what do you want to do then? And then, you know, now we're going to try to see Spongebob uh, get Patrick to have fun. Because the things that he thought were fun are now dumb. Yes. Because Patrick used to be (laughs) dumb. Yeah. So so the things they like to do are dumb. But now he's smart, so he's like, I don't like to do dumb things anymore. Right. And the first thing that he wants to do, he goes... Let us go off and admire the beauty and fragility of nature. And that is, like, something that, like, I feel like I try to do as much as I can anymore. Like, when I go camping and stuff, just, like, walk through and just, like, take it all in and admire the the beauty of outside. But uh, it's clearly not something SpongeBob finds fun. Uh, yeah. Right, it's it does sound kind of boring to like a childlike character, as is SpongeBob. Right, who's now he's like bumping Patrick. He's like, "Come on, let's do something." He's like, "Oh, well, do you want to run statistics or observe phenomenon and render hypothesis of said phenomenon?" And SpongeBob's like, "Uh, I thought we could maybe 
jump rope. <laughs> and he, like, does a bunch of jumping, and uh, he's, like, on one leg. He's in a snail yes. shell. Like, hermit crab. Or duck, duck, hermit crab, right? That's the game. So he's, like, yeah. jump rope, one-legged races, or playing duck, duck, hermit crab. I love it. <clears throat> I love hermit crab, SpongeBob. I wonder how they play, too, because... Really, you know, Duck Duck Goose is not a two-person game. Uh, I feel like you have to have at least three people to play Duck Duck Goose. Right, that's um, true. At least it's better with with like ten though. Yeah, maybe they actually play with real ducks. Wow, I don't know. Has there ever been a duck or a bird at all outside of the seagull? I don't think so. Because they'd have to be pretty far down. You know, Duck Duck Goose reminds me, there's been a game that I've wanted to play for a long time now that we played as a kid. And I don't think I'll ever get to play it again. It's a game called Red Rover, if you ever heard of it. Yeah. Red Rover. Red Rover. Send Alex right over. Um, yes. But yeah, I played it at a grad party in high school, and I remember vividly thinking, like, this is definitely the last time I'll ever get to play this. And sure enough, it was. Hey, you don't know that for sure. True. I feel like it's something that, like, wrestlers would do. I don't know why it sounds like like the kind of people that we would, like, be with. They would, like, flip into people's arms or, like something stupid yeah. i don't know it's too much of a shoot i guess yeah speaking of which are you ever gonna get back into wrestling maybe someday <laughs> magic Conshell. will will alex ever get back into wrestling <laughs> maybe someday yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah that's a funny thing that i still always say whenever i want to give a vague response during during this camping trip too i was telling somebody just how funny it is the thought of spongebob giggling over the thought of him getting married (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and who would he marry but we've already had that discussion so uh patrick doesn't think any of this shit is fun but like duck duck hermit crab more like fuck no. fuck you spongebob yeah right right <laughs> so then we get a uh a classic twist like a c twist on a classic joke right the joke being of course what's the difference between a piano and a fish you can tune a piano but you can't tune a fish right i think that's what yes. they're playing off of but what they actually say do you remember no he, Show it. he says, uh, Patrick, what's the difference between a guitar and a jellyfish? Patrick has obviously heard this one before, too, because he goes, you can't strum a jellyfish. And SpongeBob is cracking up. And while he does that, Patrick just grabs one. And then he uh, he strums its, uh, its tentacles to make like a noise. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, look at the time. I got to go. He doesn't even have a watch. He just looks at his wrist he's like your your jokes suck yeah they're not even true yeah i want my jokes to be factually accurate right also it's not a good joke either way i mean it's you can't 
So that's like, you know, I, I feel like you could it's, do, you could just say that with anything and it's not funny. It's, it's dad joke central, right? Like what's the difference between a guitar and my dick? You can't strum <laughs> my dick. There's like no, the tuna fish is like the joke in the other one. Strumming is just like, you know, it's a not, it's, it's supposed to be a dumb joke. I think it's not supposed to make any sense. You can't stroke my dick. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Patrick, look at this guy. He's in a lab coat and a tie and shirt. Yeah, a yellow shirt with a like pinky purple magenta color tie. And he has um, a uh, a cave entrance door entrance like oh i was talking more about the fucking uh microscope the microscope made out of sand <laughs> he made yeah, out of sand and it well. works but also yeah what the fuck is up with this entrance right it's just, it's just so a spo- hole in the wall it's just so spongebob can peek around and like <laughs> like talk to him i guess yeah without opening the whole fucking thing yeah uh patch kind of interesting Patrick is, uh, he's, he's, uh, studying Examining. this amazing subspecies. And then we see yeah. what he's looking at, which is. Plankton. I'll My show boy, you plankton. subspecies. <laughs> yeah. Plankton ain't playing no games. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. but then that's it. We don't hear anything else about, uh, plankton being captured and, uh, checked out and uh spongebob's like hey you want to visit squidward it's like well uh you know i'm finished with my work which he wasn't he's like i will humor you with your trivial pursuits they're gonna play trivial pursuit oh boy that should be interesting not quite um squidward of course is a pretty intelligent guy sometimes didn't uh I'm trying to think. They already had something, right? Where Patrick was like smart, but Squidward was still dumber than him. Didn't that happen in another episode? Patrick was smart, but Squidward was dumber. Mm. No, the other way around. Where like Patrick got yeah yeah no you said it right. Patrick like got smart, but then Squidward like wasn't as smart, and Patrick was like, "You gotta go." Like. Right? Or was it Spongebob? Ah, I don't know why I can't think straight. I don't know. That, that doesn't sound familiar to me, but it's hard to say. Hmm. Anyways. Um, Squidward is uh, yeah. playing the clarinet, and the boys just show up in his house like they always do. But this time, yes. Patrick knows what the song he's playing is. Yeah, right. Um, what is it? Uh, Cornelius Pufferfish's Opus 67, Symphony in Blue. Indeed. Um, it's so much. It's a so, mouthful. Such a mouthful. Yeah. Um, he's uh, Squidward's like, uh, Patrick? He's like, oh, it's a beautiful piece. The execution needs some work. And then he, he goes to give him, I mean, I'll just... I'll play this clip because uh, I don't want to keep reading everything he says, but it's cool that he actually talks uh, music 
even though it's a made-up piece of work. Um, so here it is. I'd recognize that piece anywhere. Cornelius Pufferfish's Opus 67 Symphony in Blue. Patrick? It's a beautiful piece. Execution needs some work. May I suggest that on the seventh bar of the Adagio Adante that you add a little fortissimo on the arpeggiated B-flat scale? Wow! I never thought to do it like that. Well, that is because you rarely think. How do you know so much about music? A creative outlet provides a spiritual release and helps facilitate a healthy mental balance. <sighs> Does that include... Wow. Wow. Dumb shit. <laughs> um, and uh, Squidward's like, wow, I never thought to do it like that. And Patrick replies, well, that is because you rarely think. Like, damn, Patrick. Yeah, he's a fucking savage. He's mean. Yeah, arrogance is clearly being, tied to his intelligence. That's the thing. Like, being mean to people is directly tied to how smart you are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Only the mean, mean people that just, are the smart That just means people. you're really smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, that's all, the, all those Republicans. That's what they think. <laughs> They're like, the meaner I am, the smarter people will think I am. Damn, we just, like, uh, look like... We uh, just turned into an anti-Republican podcast, just like that. Right. Took two months off, and here we are, just bashing the Republicans at every turn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all, sorry. it's all. I mean, it's all kind <laughs> of a joke, but not entirely. Yeah, it's you know? kind of a joke. It's like, yeah, it's... It's meant to be funny. Right. But it's kind of... Just like how they're meant to, uh, you know, uh, be... uh, What am I thinking of? Like, they're supposed to do things that help out people. (laughs) Real people. Not billionaires. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Look at the time. uh, Arpeggio. Oh, oh, Uh, oh boy. (laughs) Uh... Anyways, uh, Patrick just goes on to talk about how a creative outlet provides a spiritual release and helps facilitate a healthy mental balance. Ah, he breathes in. He gets some nostrils for a second. But but, (laughs) SpongeBob, does that include belch talking? (laughs) Which is uh, where you belch and talk, like I did in my intro. Yeah, and it's uh it's a smelly burp because the the fumes carry over to Patrick and he's like uh shooing them away, fanning them away. And I noticed they use the exact same sound effect here for the smelly breath. As from, Sunday? Yeah. Like w- after the burp, the sound yeah. of the the smell traveling through the air is there. Of course, it's good and to it's, reuse. It's just funny, a nice little callback, mm-hmm. and um, I enjoyed hearing that. I was like, oh, that's like, uh, what is that fucking episode called? I can't even remember now. Sun- uh, Sunday? or uh, It's something like smell something. Yeah, something smells. 
Something smells. Yeah. yeah. Um, did I just say something smell or something? <laughs> Wait, did I just? I, I think, think I like almost. That. No, I think we I have it came recorded. close. <laughs> I think I came close to saying the title without even realizing. Like I was you literally just, just trying to be like, like, like. It's like something like with smells. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, oh, man, that's weird. But uh, Patrick, he says, Mr. Squarepants, I find your humor vulgar. Oh, crazy. I, I love, there's, there's, I don't want to miss the part where he does it, but he calls him something that I think is hilarious. Uh, and it hasn't happened yet. It's about to. Um, so here he calls him Mr. Squarepants. Um, basically, Squidward's yes. like, hey, will you teach me how to play? Squidward asks him to be his mentor. Yeah. Will you teach um, me just music? Just like that. Like after years of just hating him, he's like, oh, be my teacher. <laughs> right. Like he, I don't know. He obviously notices like, well, something's different. I better take advantage of this. <laughs> For sure. Immediately. Um, um, so they have a uh, lesson sp- and SpongeBob is just kind of s- stuck there. He, no, he books it immediately. Um, because we see like Patrick is giving Squidward some tips, uh, and then like, we'll see where SpongeBob is in a sec or, oh no, you're right. He hasn't left yet, but I feel like he does book it almost out of nowhere. So in the order, right. He's about to play the clarinet to show him technique, but then you see it's covered in slobber, right? You you remember those kids in band who'd have their slobbery little mouthpieces. Oh, slobbery little bitches everywhere yeah. in band class. Got to get my um, reed wet. Um, he's like, uh, you know what? Actually, practice makes perfect. You take this, and then SpongeBob yeah. comes up playing the nose flute. To which, uh, yeah, his signature move from the theme song. <laughs> yep. Like, is that, I feel like that might be the first time he's ever done that in an episode. I feel like it may be as well. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it took four seasons. So Patrick, he just stops him with his hand, but he pushes his nose directly into where his nose should be. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, this is a solo piece for clarinet only. So then that's That's when SpongeBob fucks off. He, yeah, he doesn't book it. He very sadly walks away with a very sad face. He is heartbroken. Mm -hmm. Um, His best friend is becoming a smart know-it-all. A dick, a dickhead. Yeah. It's pronounced dickied. (laughs) Um, So, like, you can tell that Patrick is not enjoying Squidward's playing. That's what I mean. Like, two seconds pass, and now SpongeBob is, like, not even in front of their house. He's, like, so far down the road by this point. This two seconds, and then now, like, Patrick gets out and screams, find yourself a new mentor. Like, he just can't even deal with Squidward being that bad. Just like that. And uh, SpongeBob offers for them to get grubbed together. Patrick is, like just not even wanting to hang out with him. Like you can tell, um, SpongeBob, you know, tries to entice him with super bubbly bubble soap, which is a favorite of theirs. Typically, mm-hmm. um, Patrick gets uh, a bubble to the face and he's got to like wipe off all the 
fucking suds. Um, and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, we could play pirates. This is what this is. it. he says, yeah, Robert, my dear, it's no use. We've just grown apart. Hey, I don't think anybody's ever called him Robert. Sponge no, that's Robert. Definitely, that's definitely the first time he's been <laughs> ever been called Robert. Yeah. Dude, there's this really, there's this funny TikTok. I don't remember if I showed it to you, but it's like this guy who's like, oh, you remember that guy we used to hang out with in, uh, in college? He was like the square guy with the his yellow. And he's like, you mean SpongeBob? He's like, oh, SpongeBob. Yeah, well, that was great. He's like, we didn't hang out with him in college. He was a cartoon. He's like, what do you mean? He would hang out with Jessica and uh, Tiffany and Squidward. And, <laughs> and the guy's <laughs> like talking. Uh, I'll have to send it to you because it's... Uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, and then in the end, he's like, dude, that's a cartoon. He's like, I don't know. I remember it. Whatever. And then it like zooms in on the college picture and SpongeBob's like in it. It's like, was he <laughs> really a part of the college? Uh, th- that just reminded that's me funny. of it because it's like, that's like something they would have said in that. Like, oh yeah, Sponge Robert or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. SpongeBob is uh, not getting to play with his friend pirates are for no, babies he sure is not um and yeah he's like uh we're not compatible um we went our separate ways yeah patrick Such really in longer this is it in longer words he says you know maybe someday we'll see each other again but otherwise you know see ya <laughs> like the, yeah this is we, this is over we don't now. have plans like we're just gonna do our own thing and maybe we'll see each other again yeah he's just like yo that's it pal but uh and he's like you're my best friend he's like i know it's hard <laughs> it's hard but brace up chap yeah and he's like uh yeah right like you said maybe our paths will cross again spongebob is like goodbye mr best friend right because he uh calls him mr squarepants and he's trying to like give the same level of uh of uh sophistication you know mr but he can't even do it because it's his best friend uh yeah he's just uh, he's just hurt and he's sad Um, and he needs someone who's a professional to help him right so where would he go where would he possibly Uh, go I suppose he would go to the tree dome. To the house of one Sandra Cheeks. Yes, Sandra H. Cheeks. But guess who's already there? It's Pat Dick. Yeah, because he's uh, smart now and Sandy smart, so it only makes sense, right? Right. Um, he's actually smarter than her. Yeah, you, you, you will could see, say. right? Because she's like... Pat, the new you gets an A+. And he goes, why, thank you, Sandra. I find your intellect rather stimulating as well. So he's the second one now who's blatantly trying to fuck Sandra. Yeah, Sandra. (laughs) Miss Sandra Um, Cheeks. And she's like, oh, thanks. And then (laughs) she's like uh, writing down an equation. And Patrick is like... Or she asks Patrick what he thinks. He's like, well, you simply change the literal term to a coefficient in the minuend. Is that a word? I don't even know that. Yeah, I guess. We'll achieve the desired quotient. It's a bunch of just jibber-jabber, right? Like math Mm jibber-jabber. I don't think it actually 
is is all meaning something here. Yeah. But you simply change the literal term to a coefficient, and the minuen will achieve the desired quotient. Even the simplest of mammals could figure it out with a little thought. Which is funny, like he knows mammals, like <laughs> how many mammals do you know, Patrick? Right. I it's just funny, right? How does this how does this new brain that he has just know all this stuff? Right. Well we will like, find it, out. It's not like something that's been locked in him subconsciously. It's like No, but even so, even saying even let's just pretend we know what happens at the end. How how does that brain know this stuff? I don't know, because I don't know what the thing actually is that's doing it. I mean, I know what it is, but it's not like a thing that exists in my head. Uh, But we'll get there. But yeah, generally, he just now knows math, music, words, so English, um, biology with mammals. Like, he just knows everything. Yeah, and um, Sandy, of course, takes offense to his backhanded compliment. Uh, well, not even a compliment. He's just kind of like, "Yeah, I mean, you're a mammal. You could figure it out if you just use your head. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> like, I'm merely suggesting you lack the ability to solve remedial equations. So are you saying I'm dumb? And he's like, uh, <laughs> I'd use a better sophisticated word, like impaired. <laughs> and see, she says it. I think you should leave. Yeah, she said it. I think you'd better leave. Yes. She's like, there's definitely no way I'm going to fuck you now, Patrick. And he's like, and he's I was, like, whatever. Yeah, I just wanted to help you get your get your rocks off. I'm too smart for you anyway. I wanted to get those nuts um, out of your tree. <laughs> I don't... I wanted to, f- to plant your nuts. Yeah. Deep yeah. inside my mouth. <laughs> Um, but she uh, she makes mention that uh, she liked him better when he was a barnacle head and uh, we're gonna see that that's like a common thing I mean obviously Squidward never liked him but I think given the option he would probably take the dumber Patrick over him because at least he felt a sense of uh, like that he was better than him you know give Squidward a little confidence um, Sandy doesn't like him. Clearly, SpongeBob, I mean, has nothing to do with him now. In his eyes, lost his best friend. Because uh, he just kind of came, saw this. He was crying it on the outside of the glass. And then he dipped. Yeah, he dipped. He's he's done. Everyone hates him. Yeah. Especially Sandy. SpongeBob just sitting there watching TV, crying like a little baby. He doesn't have a best friend. Wham, wham, wham. And Patrick is sitting in in his house, surrounded by knowledge and no one to share it with. No one I can call friend. (laughs) And then I I love the wording of this. Who's that old chap I used to run with? See, this is is like also what reminded me of that TikTok. Who's that guy? Oh, yeah, that spongy guy from college. (laughs) Yeah. But he sees, yeah, what it, it's like a three-ring, tiny little, like, friendship notebook. A little friendship scrapbook. The death note. <laughs> um, they, sure. Yeah, so he has one that says They made my, them together. He, right. It says my friend SpongeBob and my friend Patrick. We don't get to see in them, but we know that it exists and they're, they're looking at it. 
Um, well, oh no, we do Patrick's get to see my him friend. Doing. That's right. Yeah. What? At least Patrick's my friend in my memories. Uh, yeah, I want to know who took this picture of them both lounging in chairs. Gary. <laughs> There's uh, what? Sand skiing. surfing? Sand skiing? Water skiing? Yeah. Eating an ice cream uh, cake? Birthday or birthday party? Yeah. Very fun. And then just Patrick in an umbrella. <laughs> You're not supposed to see yeah. that one. Yeah. What right. is this he's made? A bird bath? I think it's house? supposed to be an end, end table. Oh, I guess it could be. That was that was the table that the book was on. I was gonna say it looked like uh, if it was an end table, it kind of looks like the fancy ones from the like Sims Two. Yeah, the fancy ones. They yep. used to have like little fancy tables like that. Oh yeah, well I played a lot more. I actually maybe never even played Sims Two. I played Sims One a shitload though. I played a lot of Sims One, but then I played so much more Sims Two because they had all the expansions. As well, Sims well, One had you, uh, you did have expansions magic. for. There was a lot of expansions for Sims One, but not like Sims Two. No, there was. There was like there was like at least ten. Right. Well, so Sims Making Magic was, it, so that was one I definitely remember having. Uh, that was the seventh and final expansion of the Sims. Okay, so seven. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, with Sims 2, I felt like there was, like, a lot. There was, like, the vacation, no. there was the dating one, there was the one that had celebrities in it. Um, vacation was Sims 1, I think. Uh, so Sims 2 had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8! It had 8! It had way more! But did it, it had vacation, though? Because I remember uh, having that one. Well, it was called Bon Voyage, so it was a different one. There was one called Vacation. Yeah, that must have been from the first one. Um, but I had that one. They also had like all these other ones, like the holiday party stuff and family fun and H and M fashion. Um, I just remember that at this time it was like I was like, you know what? I had pretty much all of these discs. Like I had, I'm pretty sure I had University Nightlife open for business and pets but i at some point i was like you know what i'm just gonna download all these and then that's when i started uh torrenting games it was because of the sims expansions wow anywho fascinating mm-hmm. uh speaking of fascinating patrick over here meditating with like incense burners like shoved into his rock hole and he's on top of it uh meditating and yeah, uh um right he's basically trying to figure out what happened to him so that he can go back to the way things used to be yeah he do, he's doing like studies on squidward's brain i was i was confused the first time i watched this this was the only part of the episode that i watched again because i was like wait what was going on (laughs) yeah um i don't really know where um, it's going or what's happening yeah and um yeah he is reading a book and he's getting all like fucking 
Bloodshot. You know, he's getting like Bloodshot and Five O'clock, five o'clock Shadow. He was reading uh, The Physics of Fun. Right. And um, that's when he's like, what could it be? And um, he fucking puts a chemical <laughs> on his head like the, a, from a test tube. This is one of my favorite gags. Yeah, I was confused by this at first. I didn't I didn't understand. I was like, wait, what? But I get it now. It's just like he grows hair after he puts this thing on his head. He grows hair real quick just so he can rip it out. Yeah. In like frustration. Yeah. Um, what's different? <laughs> um, and anyway, it's like he's just decided that he wants SpongeBob to be his friend again. He just doesn't know why he can't be. He's a part-time you know? lover and a full-time friend. The monkey on your back is the latest trend. <laughs> Very true. Always reminds me I, of Juno, of course. I feel like well, most people. Well, duh. <laughs> it's, it, it always reminds me of that movie Juno that that song is from. Yeah. He just doesn't see what anyone else can see in anyone else but SpongeBob. Uh, so here is the church. Oh, wait, no, that's the song again. Um, this is uh, Patrick <laughs> kidnapping SpongeBob with a jellyfish net. And just to make sure it's kidnapping, he says, Patrick, you're kidnapping me? And he says, yes, I am. So there's your proof, court. Court of law. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Um. So he throws SpongeBob into the air, or SpongeBob jumps into the air, and writes. <laughs> he does bubble skywriting. That's and it. <laughs> says yippee. <laughs> yeah. He's so. Y i p p i e. He's so excited to, like, finally at least try to get his friend back, right? Um, It's clear Patrick is going to, like, keep doing whatever he thinks he can to uh, make it back to how it used to be. Um, So he's like, we're going to have fun, whatever the cost is. Let's do this. And then they... if uh, I have to fucking kill you. (laughs) (laughs) If you talk about the hidden run again, I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, so Spongebob goes like he jumps past this rock he's like oh yeah and, and then Patrick does and he goes oh absolutely <laughs> yes um, they're clam surfing clam surfing he's like "I are you sure I found this activity to be fun yeah and they're like scraping into everything mm-hmm. they fly off the thing he gets a mouthful of sand that he Decides to swallow. Yeah, when it not the not the smartest move if, from Smart Patrick. <laughs> if you would have told him at the beginning of the day that his mouth was going to be all sandy, he would have thought much differently. Yeah. Oh yeah. He oh, was yeah. like, Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah. It's going to be full of sand. I'm going to get right in between those sandy cheeks. Oh. You're sick. What do you mean? He's smart now. He does. He does ask them out. He fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he. You know. He needs an ATM so that he can. He does ask so that he can out. pull his money out. I saw like a fucking cursed tweet or something that was like, remember in 
2012 when you all thought I was weird for eating ass? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what it said. It was just something about how everyone came around on that really fast. Yeah. It was funny. Well, I think it was the one song that did it, right? When the girl said, gotta eat the booties like groceries. People were like, Some- oh, I'm in. Yeah, something like that. I want to lick poop now. Yes. That was, I think, what people said. Yeah. So, Alex, the whole world has been curious. You might as well let them know. (laughs) How often a week do you munch on a little bit of ass? (laughs) Or any amount? (laughs) In a given week... How often would we find you chowing down on a scrumptious butthole? Let's, uh, so, (laughs) I'm going to take out a a page out of Rene Descartes' book here. Uh, I see ass, therefore I eat ass. Fair enough. (laughs) And I'll leave it at that. That's something Patrick (laughs) would say in his extended wisdom. (laughs) Uh... Uh, so yeah, he he uh, swallows the sand, and he's still got sand all over his lips. I do think it looks kind of funny, and he's like, "When did the fun go away, SpongeBob?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, it went away when you jumped off that cliff and ne- knocked your head off, and instantly, it's like, he oh shit, snaps." He's like, "That's it," and he goes to run for the cliff. I gotta go jump off a cliff right now. <laughs> hold on, hold on, buddy. Uh but you know. He does it anyways. I'm going to duplicate my actions from that day to ascertain the origins of my charge. And then they reuse the same clip of him falling. Poof. On the ground. Nice smoke cloud um, as he hits the ground. Uh, Yeah, SpongeBob runs down there worried again. He's like, I found your head last time. I'll find it again. Because he pulls his body out and this time it's just the body, no head. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's like pushed in. It looks, I mean, yeah. it looks like it's pushed in. Yeah, but SpongeBob acts like it's like knocked off. Um, yeah, right. Because he like runs. He's like, oh, it's not under here. He's like looking all around. I don't see it. I don't the see headless, it. The headless Patrick just follows him. Yeah. Like and then that. he like turns around and walks into him. And that's enough force to like pop his head out. Yeah. So his head is still intact. And he's like, do you feel different? Quite unchanged, actually. Yeah, I like the, like, because um, at first he has, like, a regular face. And it's like, is he? But then you can tell instantly because he, like, raises an eyebrow and his eyelids are, like, halfway closed. His sad, his yeah. smart face looks sad as well. Right? Um, but SpongeBob's like, well, we'll never have fun together. Patrick's like, wait, you said you found my dislodged cranial cap last time. Where exactly did you find it? He's like, oh, well, it was right here. And Patrick, that it like hits him. He's like, that's it. It's impossible. If I landed here, the trajectory of my dismembered skull would cause it to come to rest not there, but here. Exactly five meters right. due north. Yeah, and you can see there is like a piece of coral. It looks like, like it's got a sea urchin on it. It's all crusty it's not it's not the right color anymore right but 
it's like, oh shit, that's your head, Patrick. Then that means I, and he like looks over at what it is, and there's a sign, Brain Coral Fields. Oh, gee whiz. Oh, who would have guessed Brain Coral in this part of the woods? So the coral is smarter than Patrick, essentially, is what's going on. Yeah, it Brain Coral, so now I have to look it up if that's a thing. I think it is like a like it's a play a on at least. Yeah. Okay, so it is a thing, and it because it looks like a brain, right? Which is yeah. interesting that uh, something in the world would look like a brain in in nature, right? Yeah, it just look happens to also look like a brain, but however, that's the way things are. It's very weird, right? However, it does not appear to give. Or to be intelligent in any way. Right. And doesn't... Right. It's But Coral is alive, you know, but... Yeah. Um, so it being real, I mean, does it make it better? Doesn't make it, it doesn't make any look more like, sense? It doesn't look like it looks in the show either. It's right. It's just... Well, like, oh, bra- get it? Brain coral. So, like, it's it would make you smart. Yeah, it just looks like know? the top of your head, and that's why it had a plug that plugged into your head and gave you smartness right so they pull off the old head patrick gets all stoopy looking yeah he uh he unscrews it himself um and he says what is probably the uh the lesson of the episode knowledge can never replace friendship i prefer to be an idiot not just an idiot patrick you're also my pal and that's when he uh, screws his little head off. Um, and then it's like, Duh! he's like broken. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just pulls it. Yeah. He doesn't even, there's no screwing involved. Right. Yeah, you're right. Just he just plops rip it back that on. that shit too. right off. And he's like, uh, he puts it back on, but Patrick's not doing anything. He's like, Patrick? Patrick, say something. Then he goes, hi, SpongeBob. He's like belching. Uh and talking, but like, it's like a Muppet looking face. I love it. Um, yeah. Like you, like you think like maybe he's going to be brain dead for life, but then he just says that and gives you this one toothed doofy, uh, dimply grin, grin, little s- grin on the side of the face. And then this, um, I always remember this line and I forgot that it was in this episode because SpongeBob goes, Patrick, you're back. And he goes, Patrick, you're back. He just says the same thing. And it's like, I get it. He's supposed to be dumb. But I don't know why I always remembered that. And Yeah, that didn't stick out as a memorable part to me. And this I think is the only when... part of this... Honestly, there was no specific part of this that was memorable to me. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, go ahead. This... The closing moments of them laughing and, like, having fun and running off is some of the most full that they've ever been on the show as well. You know? Full? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Look, yeah, first yeah. he's squeezing the fuck out of him. They they gave him hair yeah, on his arm. <laughs> and, like, you can hear crunching sounds. They just become monkeys. That's, like, all it is. <laughs> They're, like, waving their arms around. Dummy, dumb, dumb, fuck boy faces. Yeah, just like laughing just for no reason. Yep. And then they just pull out the net. 
whoop, and then run off into the sunset. Yeah, I do want to say that final shot is nice. I really do like that shot. It is a beaut. In the sun. That's a really good one. It reminds me of um, uh, the sunset when uh, SpongeBob's going to explode. Right, yeah, it's the same kind. I wanted to say, too, just because I mentioned I had watched The Sandlot earlier today, there's a lot of parts in that movie where kids are just screaming, like, at yeah. the camera. Like, ah! <laughs> like, it's really funny. They, uh... I was like, I was like, man, there's, like, a lot of, like, there's at least, like, two whole, like, screen... There's, like, two whole minutes of screen time that are just kids screaming, I, yeah. I would uh, imagine. At least two... Two whole minutes if you cut it all together. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure. It's very funny. <laughs> There's a, you know, it's funny too. That was another one where it was like I watched it older and I was like, "Fuck, I didn't realize that this guy was in this movie for a long time." Yeah, Dennis Leary. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do you know Dennis he? Leary a lot? He's the dad. He's the stepdad with the baseball. Oh, what is he in? Uh, well, he did his own stand-up. That's what I mostly know him from. He was oh. uh, he was in Ice Age as a voice. Um, he was in that firefighter show. Um, Rescue me. Yeah. Uh, but the huh. Sandlot was the third movie he ever did, according to this. Um, Interesting. He, he did Demolition Man. I've never seen that, but oh. I feel like it's a big one. Uh, a, a bug's a life. Pretty... Oh, all right. Yeah, no, I I didn't even think of him, but I do know um, <clears throat> Squints. I I mean, I always like to bring this up to people who might not know because it's all, it, it was so interesting to me when I found out, and it's usually pretty interesting to people. But Squints is the bully from Freaks and Geeks. Like he bullies the the geeks. Oh. Um, and that's squints grown up, yeah. Like you, you know if you if you know that, it's very easy to see it. Yeah, but I never, like, you know, I watched it. You and I wouldn't never thought about it. You wouldn't like correlate it, right? Because it doesn't even look like the same person. It's not the same role, you know. Do a lot of um, old like uh, actors. I feel like I don't know. They they show up all the time on stuff. Like, did you see that the drummer from School of Rock died? The, no. the spiky-haired blonde kid, he got hit by a car no or something. No way. Also, That's crazy. the uh, Marta, the singer, is like yeah. married to the kid who wasn't cool enough, I think. Like the keyboard? No, or, no, no, no. It's, it's somebody, uh, right? It's, it's it's the kid who's like, it's one of the kids who does like special security or special effects or something. Oh, yeah. The like, and, the kind of chubby, freckly kid. Yeah. The, the like mobster's son kid. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's what he looks like. Uh, I'm trying to think. He has like a line in the movie, but I can't think of it. But you're right. Yeah, he that's definitely who definitely has a... F- he has a few lines for sure. There's at least one pretty funny one. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I've seen it many, many times. Yeah. It's funny. I, I was thinking that movie really like changed my life probably more than any movie up to that point. Like for it sure. like, taught me, a, taught me about this whole thing that I didn't know about, you know, like, yeah. And definitely shaped like the way I consumed music and and what I thought was like good music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, his name was Frankie. Uh, yeah, and they've right. been together like 
for a while it seems like and uh that's so cool that's wild i know um and um, also that's uh, crazy you know though. goldberg from uh mighty ducks is like a meth head um yeah i think he's got like a GoFundMe or something right yeah i don't know he wasn't allowed on the <laughs> on the new show <laughs> but uh yeah i'm pretty sure right i mean it's i was it's funny i was just listening to uh we hate movies podcast talking about mighty ducks the new and like they were no they they're talking about the original movie but they it's a recent episode probably because the new thing is out you know yeah um but yeah they were just saying like all the you know it's pro you know he is a child star so shit like that happens like far too often with you know people who are like famous from a young age we talked about that a lot Um, this weekend too at camping that's what's kind of weird i don't even remember why but we were like i would bring up like yeah like you don't realize like this guy basically is 20 years old and has all the money in the world and now they turn into this kind of and there's a whole everybody knows who you are everywhere you go yeah like you can easily get free drinks or drugs from anybody on the street for sure dude who doesn't want to do drugs at at a bar from right at a bar or something like people just give you drugs you know like yeah and uh (laughs) like uh hmm. oh jamie kennedy jamie kennedy is on youtube and he's doing i've been watching a lot of his videos um, he did like, why did the mask, the son of the mask suck? And like, you know, how <laughs> good was Malibu's most wanted? But the first one I saw was him explaining like why people go broke after they get a lot of money and just like his take on it. And, uh, it's pretty cool that he has a YouTube presence now. He's an interesting, uh, dude for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say too, I recently watched heavyweights with Sarah cause she had never nice. seen, it. she's never seen She's never seen most movies. Dude, I haven't so. seen that in so long. That's that is Ben Stiller, right? As yeah, the dude, camp it totally counselor. holds up. I I started bringing it up to people at work, and everyone started like quoting it because it's mostly people our age that I work with. Yeah. Um, and like everyone is like, "Fuck yeah, that's like the best movie. I love that movie." You know, I my one friend at work, like I'm pretty sure it is like straight up, it's his favorite movie. Um. That's cool. And it's a great, it is a really good one. I, I don't know. I've been really like wanting to watch like summertime favorites this year. You gotta I watch Wet Hot like, American. I, yeah. Well, I watched uh, the first little bit of the, sh- the first part of the show on Netflix the other day. I do have the Blu-ray somewhere because last time, at least last year, it, the movie wasn't on Netflix anymore because the movie's not made by Netflix. Just the show is. So, like, they lose the ability to play it sometimes, you know? I don't know. This makes so much sense. So I had to buy it. I never knew Heavyweights was made by Judd Apatow. Makes so much sense. He's he's a producer in it, and is uh, he's apparently in it at some point, according to the credits. I don't know who he is, though. He's Homer, is what it says. Right, that's what it says in the credits, but I couldn't pick out who that was. Uh, But Paul Feig is in there as well. I saw that. he is... He's the skinny counselor. He yeah. is the creator of Freaks and Geeks. So That's there's cool. a lot of really cool ties to all of these things. And yeah. it, it was it made by Disney? I was pretty sure it was showed on yeah. Disney, right? But it has it's a, one yeah, of it's a, it's a Disney. Movie. It has one of Nickelodeon's most you know breakout stars in Keenan Thompson. 
Right. Well, Keenan Thompson was in everything, including, and that's the thing, right? The Mighty Ducks, right? Has uh, the heavyweights guy, Carp. Um, his name's Carp in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And then there's uh, Goldberg is Josh in uh, heavyweights. Right. The the rambunctious kid. And Keenan is there, also in Mighty Ducks Part 2, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, like, it's funny, like, all this media, like, throughout time, all, like, ties together with these same people that, like, created it all and were part of it all. You know, it's it's very interesting the way it all works. Because, like, as a kid, I was like, I like heavyweights and I like freaks and geeks. I have no idea that there's, like, a tie yeah. Like a close tie to, to everyone who is involved in making both of these things, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's just funny. You just know that you like them and then you find out it's like, oh, that's why I like them. It's because these people made it, Yeah, you know? It's funny to see, <laughs> especially like some of these cartoons and stuff that we watch and what they've worked on. But before it gets that too, too right. far out of our head, we should give a review on the episode. Um, right. I think that it is kind of funny to hear patrick use big words but it's not hilarious i think yeah i think it's funny enough for a joke but not enough for like a whole episode of like that's the whole joke it's like look he's smart you know yeah it's it's fine it just doesn't have like lasting power to me although that being said i do recall once the brain coral thing happened at the end, that is one part I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember that. And I remembered this episode. Like, this is definitely one, if you told me, like, yeah, remember that episode where Patrick gets smart? I'd be like, yeah, I remember that. You know, like, that's all I would know about it, though. Um, but I, I think it was fine. I liked it. But it's not, you know, it's nothing crazy. It's not as good as anything from season three. But... It's fine. Definitely fine. Like, one of the better ones from season four, I think, is what you said, and I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely one of the most memorable ones, but uh, like I said, looking back on it, there was really nothing that made me LOL. Um, Yeah, honestly, I didn't LOL at all. There was a few chuckles, you know, a few like, huh, you know, like, yeah, but that's it. Nothing like, oh, this is fucking funny right here. Like, <laughs> right. But that's just the way it goes. I mean, there's just not four, a lot for of me anyway. Not a lot of jokes, really. I, I thought there was a lot of visual stuff. Um, right. It's not. Yeah. There, there's no like big jokes that they're like building to. You know, where I feel like that is a thing in in older episodes. Like, there's there's more structure in some of the older episodes that like makes things pay off and be super funny yeah you know whatever like i can't imagine looking at the like brain coral and being like ha 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 that was it the whole time oh my god (laughs) like oh my god i can't believe it that is so funny and maybe it's just uh you know i just feel like the further along they got from season four the younger the audience that they were targeting was that's I, I know it, it definitely feels like they stopped curating it towards like the adults watching as well mm-hmm. in this season where, 
you can really feel that in those first three seasons where you're like, this is a show for kids, but adults can watch it too. And and we got all kinds of goodies for the adults tucked in. And that's why we kept, you know, uh, quoting it for years and years. Right. That's what gives it like longevity. I remember even as a kid thinking like this show is so much smarter than the other shows that I watch. Yeah. Like, I could tell even back then, like that there was so much more like care in crafting, you know, the stories and the jokes. Yeah. And there's something magical about that team, you know, that worked together on, on the first three seasons. For sure. And if you're ever wondering about reaching out to them, uh, we've mentioned on the discord, the team is very approachable on Twitter. They don't have a huge following. And, uh, I've spoken to like Jay Lender and, uh, like Sherm Cohen seen some of my uh, tweets and liked them, and you know they're very approachable, real people, and they share a lot of cool stuff from uh, from when they were working on it too. Uh, Paul Tibbet, yeah. obviously. Um, De- Derek Dryman is on uh, Instagram. Instagram so right? yeah, he he does a lot of cool drawings. I I really enjoy yeah. it. Um, yeah, no, I, I follow I follow it, and I, I enjoy seeing whatever it is. He's been drawing a lot of funky stuff from, like, pop culture, from his his era, I'm guessing. You know, like old Batman and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this Two weekends ago, I was at Jordan's house for something, and uh, for a party, and somebody said, like, I didn't think anybody quoted SpongeBob as much as I did until they met me. <laughs> which i guess says something one way or another that's funny um so overall yeah, no it's i mean i'd give it a seven out of sure. ten whatever yeah i don't i don't if care. you're looking for that that's hard fine. number seven i guess liked it just fine but did not love it and was not no, it's not memorable for the jokes. It's memorable for the the plot, essentially. Like, oh, the one where Patrick gets smart, just like you said. I mean, that's right. the most memorable that's, piece of it. And the next one is very memorable. similar, too, that we're going to get into. Um, right. But uh, we can't just get into the next episode. Oh, no. We sure <laughs> can't. Oh, no. 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 Um, and no. Do you know why that is? Uh, I have a, I think I have an idea. I think there's at least two people who have been, uh, deserving of a particular segment for a long time that have not gotten their due despite paying a handsome fee. Very good boys. Uh, that's right. We're talking about our Patreon supporters, of course. And you can become one of those, too, if you want, because we have a Patreon. That's how that works. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Striped Sweater. That's the link. You go there. You click, I want to be a goofy goober. And guess what? $3 a month, you're going to get a big reward for that. You're going to get access to a exclusive channel on discord 
Is that what the word is? Channel? Yeah, it's not very active right now, but it is uh, technically private access to us and the other Patreon I know. Uh, people. It's a joke. It's not really a thing that we use that often, but we could if, if more people posted. Yeah, on I think it's just we myself only, included. Well, we only have two that use, you know, that are uh, patrons right now, as you'll see. But uh, they like to talk with the rest of our community because we have people from all over the globe that uh, that talk to each other. So why we don't want to? Yeah, we don't want to exclude anybody. But it's but there. That being said, that really that <laughs> you can come to this. If you become a goofy goober, you can go to this exclusive channel on Discord and tell us your deepest, darkest secrets, and only a few eyes will ever get to see it. Yeah. So So think about it that way. Think of it as very important and worth spending money on. Very important. But you also do get a personal shout out on every episode of our show, and we do it right during this segment where we talk about Patreon. So without further ado, Zach... Tell them what they've won. <laughs> well, uh, we have two uh, goofy goobers. One of them is a healthy baby boy. It's Jordan Lang. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And of course, uh, rock on, freaky bro. It's Jacob Borth. <laughs> rock on, indeed. Rock on with your socks on. That's right. Love it. Thank you guys for being our patrons for the month um, and for just about every month that we have offered it. We're very appreciative. Yeah, just about. Supporting us even during our slight and unforeseen hiatus. Um, We really appreciate it. And if you want to hear more of uh, these podcasts and you enjoy what we're doing... uh, Please consider becoming a patron and, you know, we should uh, figure something to do with the money because I haven't even touched it. The government could have taken it for all I know. Um, They probably did. Yeah. But we will uh, definitely do something that will benefit the community of the Stripe Sweater. We'll buy t-shirts we could i mean i've been wanting to buy hats for a long time but i don't know if everyone would buy hats like snapbacks that would be sick i would want to i would want a striped sweater snapback i I mostly want it just for me but i don't want to just buy one i would want to buy multiple and sell them but uh who knows who knows? The future well, is... We could buy a small amount, right? Like, I don't know, 10 or 12. Possible. We'll probably sell those, sell those over time. I bet if we, like, started plugging them, we could sell some, you know? Yeah, I'm sure people, if we, like, wrestling fans made a point to too. plug it all the time, right? Yeah, like, hey, buy a hat. Like, people would buy it eventually. We could sell at least 12. <laughs> what if we just sold Foxy Grandpa hats? not a bad idea either and then you could just put striped sweater like on the back of it or something somewhere under the bill yeah sure uh so thanks guys we love ya always have (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh that brings (laughs) us to 
the next episode that we're going to start, which is titled Squid Bob Tentacle Pants. Oh, shit. You got any deets on this boy? Indeed. Wait, it aired on a different day? <laughs> Apparently this one aired on a different day. Didn't know that till right now, but it says it aired on November 4th of 2005. Two weeks later? Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know how that all works. But here we are. Um, but yet it still says that's the sister episode. So Yes. I guess they just aired apart somehow. I don't know how that works. Probably says in the trivia, but who cares? Not that big of a deal. Uh, it was storyboard directed by Zeus Servas and Eric Weiss, written by Zeus, Eric, and Stephen Banks, technically directed by Vincent Waller, and animation director is Alan Smart, supervising producer. He's got two B's and two three T's and two I's. What has two I's, two B's, and three T's? It's Paul Tibbet. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. His so last name is... I love it. What? Seven letters kind of and it's only three different letters. T-I-B-B-I-T-T. Right. <laughs> it's great. I love it. That is pretty silly. Ribbit, ribbit. Um, so we open up Squid Squidward sucking down a fucking clarinet. Look at that mouth. Squid, Squidward is is giving yeah, giving it his all here, sucking them down. Technique, <laughs> technique. Your your little toilet can't suck them down or whatever. Yeah, Joe Cole, it's just for farts. <laughs> can't suck them down. And now you're sick to your stomach. Um, uh, so he's uh, he's really jamming. He's wailing on that like Pearl. Oh, also, I've been yeah, watching a lot of YouTube SpongeBob conspiracy theories, and uh, we'll we'll oh have boy. to talk about that a whole another time. But uh, there Dude, was a whole episode. video that explains the like Pearl's mom was killed by Mr. Krabs, and he uses her for meat, and all of this like all of the evidence around it. I like it. Um, um, yeah, we could do a whole episode about that. There's one like too about Mrs. Ep- Puff and about we how she's bonus left episode. secret lives and everything. A bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers only. That or is a, a that is a good way. Yeah, I know. That is that is a good way to get people even if we just do like little half hour discussions and like upload Yeah, them we there, just, you know, it's a good a, incentive to be like a for, uh, ex- a whole extra podcast a week and it's just us like talking what I, about whatever yeah. shit like that you know we'll just cut the intro from all these and it's only available to no <laughs> right. no it's we would never do that that's more of like an EA sports type move or something um so squidward uh, also you forgot to mention he has a what is he has hair? luscious locks but only from like his uh like where if he was balding down would be right yeah. like beethoven right is that what they're going for i don't know exactly it's definitely supposed to be s- some composer i don't know if it's beethoven or who it's like the ben franklin kind of haircut right you know? yeah it's like the powdered wig but uh it's orange uh well it's like blonde okay 
You got me. It's I'm like, colorblind. It's like it's like yeah, it's like gold, you know. I could see how it would look orangish to a colorblind person. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this girl fucking loves him. She she rips her hair out. That's the tie between the two episodes other than them being weird mixtures of everybody's name and hanging out at Sandy's. Yeah, like there's people that rip their hair out in both Dude, episodes. Dude, th- so Imagine Tenacious D when uh, he's like making the girl come, like while he's singing when he gets the pick in his imagination. That's like what's happening to Squidward right now. There's nothing but women in the crowd, and they are crowd surfing him. That's they're true. groping him. They're ripping their I hair even, out. The, he's, I didn't even notice it was all women. That's right. That's kind of weird. He's like wailing on especially. it too with his with his tentacles. He's like giving him the yeah. old slobber knocker. Yeah, he's like, I can do that. I can move my fingers like this in other places, too. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah. My tentacles. These tentacles aren't for just attracting mates. Like those uh, claws. Um, yeah. But, of course, it is 7 in the morning. Well, it's almost 7 in the morning, which means time to get up. He goes from sleeping, having a great dream, to like just looking pissed off for the day. He goes right. Immediate stress. He goes right to put on his hat, and his clarinet is sitting there, um, all alone. Yeah, he. Uh, he. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just hang in there, gorgeous, and he. Uh, yeah, baby, I'll be back soon. <laughs> to tick, to tickle you. Well, he's getting excited because. Uh, and suck on you. He has a uh, clarinet recital tomorrow. That's why he had such a big dream. Uh. And the recital itself is like a dream, and we'll get to that. But uh, <laughs> then it cuts to see SpongeBob. Time for another glorious day at work. After Squidward said, "Time for another hideous day at work," showing the polar opposite of the two. Um, Those are our boys. Yep, SpongeBob winks at his tie, and the tie winks back at him. It has like a whole face on it. Uh. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's like, you go get him, Buster. Yeah, Ty-y, Ty-y. Um Yeah. And uh, Squidward walks out jamming the clarinet, and there's just a fucking levitating SpongeBob there. He's looking like David Blaine magic in the, in the alley, and he's like, isn't it a lovely morning? Why are you playing the clarinet? And Squidward, yeah. he just walks right by him, doesn't even notice him like... Uh, Hovering. And also, I'm not listening to it right now, but it, I remember him playing it badly. <laughs> I mean, he's never played it well. Um, yeah, it's never it's never too good, right? Yeah. So, uh... There was a little Spanish flea. Ooh, I want to learn to play that. Yeah, I used to play it on the trumpet in a band class. I don't even... I never even no, learned how to play it. I'm so bummed, dude. I still don't know where my trumpet is. I I have like one of my old trumpets, but I don't have a mouthpiece because it's with the other trumpet. All my mouthpieces are. I had like the plastic ones too. Plastic mouthpiece. The cool were colored a godsend. ones. Yes. I don't. I only have the one mouthpiece, but it was stuck in my trumpet, and I had to, I bought a mouthpiece puller to get it out. Because I was like, it's not going to be the last time. Yeah, I used to have to. I used to, to get it fucking... stuck as a kid. Mm-hmm. And you, and the, you, it's really easy to just fucking damage it if you don't For use sure. 
a mouthpiece. Blower, I used to so. have to do it by hand. Just I like a ring in a towel. Yeah, just wrench at it forever. Yeah. Um yeah, I uh I remember I'd always do that and I remember we used to have to go to the music store to have the guy pull it. Yeah. Like he would do it for free, but it was still like a thing. Like I had to be like, Mom, we have to like go to the fucking music store to get this fixed. Oh no, we I got my it. weenie stuck in a trumpet. Hope you don't pull <laughs> <weenie>. on it. <laughs> Don't blow on my. That was you. Trumpet. <laughs> if my my weenie's stuck. That was you. That's sure. right. Um. So they're uh, walking to work together, kind of. Squidward tells him that he's <laughs> practicing for the recital, and that soon all of Bikini Bottom will realize the talent that is Squidward Tentacles. And then he's like, "Goodbye, SpongeBob." <laughs> and then yeah, uh, he just calls him SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that one episode where he's like, did you just call me Squidward? <laughs> <laughs> Squidward. Um, wart, wart, wart. So yeah, he's like, uh, move along, like, goodbye. Sometimes like, oh, I'll see ya. And then uh, Sandy's house is on the way to the Krusty Krab now, apparently. As they're oh. going the direction that I thought they should always have been going. Um, no, they weren't. They were not. They went my way. Or the highway. I don't think it's they actually went, shown, but I assume they no, take a right right the, there. Yeah, see the... the um, he wouldn't be walking the, that way. It would be on the... The, the camera would have had to... No, 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 no. The 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 180 uh, access degree rule of film dictates that they would be going my way. That's a real thing. The camera can't cross that line i'm gonna let you in on a secret that line this is a cartoon (laughs) i know but i'm just saying (laughs) that the people who made the cartoon would would know that and would do it right wrong wrong again um (laughs) so uh sandy's showing off her new matter transporter it can move things from one place to another in the blink of an eye which SpongeBob mentions that it sounds fancy. So how did do, sure does? And she's wearing uh, goggles over her mask because she's not in the dome. She's like right outside the dome. So her helmet has like goggles on it. So it looks like yes. I mean, I guess it looks like a teleporter. Um, right, that wouldn't do anything. Like. <laughs> you you put the goggles you put the goggles on the thing like on the the helmet yeah and put them over where your eyes would be yeah <laughs> it's like but don't give okay. it to spongebob either i i guess it i guess it would work it would just be like you'd have to be very careful yeah. to not Look like move your head at all yeah. <laughs> yeah so she puts an apple in there and presses the fourth button because there's a back and forth of course uh and so he puts in the apple, and SpongeBob's like, "Oh, where to go?" And she says, "Just where you think it would be." Which, of course, Mrs. Puff's desk. Duh. Why? Why else would it go anywhere else? And she's like, "What the fuck? This apple just came out of nowhere." No, that's not what she said. Oh, she is, fuck! She is pleasantly surprised. Yes, indeed. And, um, yeah, that's our girl, Mrs. Puff. SpongeBob realizes he's late 
for work and he's like can your machine zap me to the crusty crab this is so She's nonchalant like, like uh i was did want to try a, a critter yeah i was like thinking like i remember the episode i remember specifically what happens in it but i didn't she makes it seem like Oh, well, I've always wanted to try it on something living. Might as well be one of my personal friends is my first test. I'm right. sure it'll work. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so she puts the goggles back over. SpongeBob goes in the machine. And uh, she's going to take him, zap him to work. I mean, how does it even work? Like, how do you even pick where you're going to go? Right. Who like, knows? She literally just hits a button. You just think about it. <laughs> um, if you think about it real hard, yeah, it'll work. You have to believe it. So as he's going, you know, this is a uh, specifically it's what a molecular transmitter or a teleporter. Um, uh, matter, matter matter transporter. transporter. So his like matter. Like, he's, like, becoming a bunch of different shapes and, like, being pulled apart a little and, uh... Right, it's his... his he's pulling his butt apart a little. Um, yeah. No, it's it's like uh, Willy Wonka, right? With the boy being sent into the air and then back into the TV. And it's like, yeah, it transmits it into a million little pieces and then puts them back together... So you can see it on your TV. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, Squidward's like, here we go again. He's about to go in. Right as he's reaching for the door, uh, SpongeBob appears where he was about to push. So SpongeBob's, like, molecules being put back together, he ends up, like, Squidward's hand is through SpongeBob's mouth and goes to the backside of him, um, to which he just laughs. But then Sandy's remotes like, like blinking and making noises, and she says, "And I quote, what in tarnation?" Um, <laughs> so she's like, uh, "It's like smoking." She uh, presses the back button, like, "Let's get him back here, see what happened." Um, but since they're like intertwined now, uh, they both like you can see them both merging and like moving together, um, and when they teleport back to the machine out steps one or well two squid, squid legs bob. and then one sponge leg squid bob tentacle pants right uh yeah that's the name of the episode yep um so this being is spongebob uh but one of his arms is a tentacle one of his legs is two tentacles and there's a neck and a head coming out the side of him like a doduo yeah, it is Doduo-esque. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah. just like, hi, Sandy. And he, SpongeBob has control of Squidward's tentacle, and Squidward has control over SpongeBob's arm. But it seems like SpongeBob has control over both legs. You think? It's what I it seems recall. like. There's some yeah. part. There's some parts that make it seem that way. Um. So, so he's it's kind of a weird trade. Yeah. But um they're like, yeah, something feels different. Me too. And then it's like, hey, what are you doing with my hand? What are you doing with my hand? 
And then it's like, oh, geez, we're all mixed up. In Squidward's first thought, not, ah, I'm fucking attached to this idiot. Is His thought is, my clarinet recitals tomorrow. My recital? I'm, I, How am I, I ever going to do my play? recital? I've been practicing so much. Uh... I'm a little bitch. He's like, that's not. It's not bad, Squidward. Boy. We can be best buddies and do everything together forever. Hi, Sandy. I'm not sure what it is, but something seems different about me. Yeah, me too. Hey, what are you doing with my hand? What? What am I doing with your hand? Ah, what is this? We're all mixed up together. <laughs> this is horrible. I have my clarinet recital tomorrow. Oh, it's not so bad, Squidward. Now we can be best buddies and do everything together. Forever! Um, Squidward is pissed, and he's like... It's funny because he's, like, making a fist out of uh, SpongeBob's hand, and it's like Squidward normally can't make very convincing fists, but now he has a whole hand to work with. Um... Yeah, that's true. And uh, basically, he they, he yells at Sandy that uh, she has to fix them, and uh, she the only problem is she don't know how. <laughs> um, she don't know shit. Yeah, she's like, well, what if I tried zapping you back in the transporter? And Squidward's like, yes, yes, great, let's let's do it. So, um, they decide to uh, just try transmitting them to the bikini bottom elementary for some reason with oh boy there's already an apple on the desk but then it's gone in the next shot and then it's back again um, <laughs> yes but she's like the teacher's like giving the kid a present and then they appear right where the present is so he's like oh boy and then it's like this looks a hideous awful. monster yeah it looks more like the flood from uh, halo Mixed yeah, with Gonzo because of that nose. Yeah. The eyes and nose combo is very Gonzo. Uh, but Squidward's just like yes. coming out the side of him. It's it's awful looking. Yeah, it's more like conjoined, like bad conjoined twin thing. Yeah. You know, like a head on inside of another head. Yeah. <laughs> Not an ideal setup. So here's the thing, too. If you can transmit somebody somewhere in a machine, they don't end up in a machine, but you're able to bring them back. Yeah, it's not. It's bad. Not only can it's you like bring a really... them back, but you don't even have to bring them back. You can send them from the elementary school to the hospital with no machine. They were in the machine at one point, but now they're just teleporting around just for the gag. Where is my goddamn scientific accuracy that I've been loving and looking forward to? It's I it, it really that's the thing. Like this joke has been done before. The Simpsons have a joke about this. It's like Simpsons a did it. a play on It's a play on uh The Fly, the yeah. the movie which is like, you know, originally like a 50s horror movie and then there's the jeff goldblum remake in the 80s it's all about a guy getting you know i feel like they did a twilight a machine. Zone type thing of it too May, maybe at some point i'm not sure yeah. but they go into a machine right and he becomes half man half fly and it like you know it like fucks up his whole life no 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 that's not um, what it's from they actually stole this from uh pokemon red and blue where uh gary <laughs> or uh not Gary. Uh, Bill. Bill becomes 
Aratata. Is that what it is? Ratata. That's what it is in the manga, which is what I recently have consumed. So you ate it. That's that's what I know uh, it, it as, but I don't remember the original anime. Uh, it was a Nidorino. I, I did just watch a oh, uh, the po- the Pikachu I Choose You movie from a few years ago. Did you ever see that? Uh, no. It like retells like the story of Ash meeting Pikachu, like with more modern like Pokemon stuff happening. Like there's like modern Pokemon in it as well. Um, and like instead of it, it just follows him trying to find Ho Oh instead of like the gyms and stuff. That's cool. But it's from 2017. It's like you know an official Pokemon movie, but. It was, I, I forgot about it. I remember the whole thing about it was there's a part where Pikachu talks. Yeah. And it like, it took me by surprise when it happened. I was like, I forgot that this was the whole thing with this movie was that oh, Pikachu I, fucking talks at some point. That. Now that you and say yeah, it. it was, yeah. It was very cute. And I, it, the way they handled it was good because it's like Ash is like about to die. So, like, he's all fucked up, like, and he, like, imagines it, basically. Yeah. But it's still, like, off-putting, because you just hear... It's clearly, like, the Pikachu voice actress speaking in the Pikachu voice. You're just like, what is going on? It's just, it's just like, it's just weird. But she's Japanese, but, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it has to be her, or it's, like, a very close sound-alike. I'm sure she could say... He, it's only, like, one line, so yeah. she could definitely, like, muster a good, like, American accent. Because I'm sure you've seen line. the clip sure. where the girl's on, like, a game show, and they're, like, trying to figure out what she does, and then she does the voice, yeah. and they're like, oh, my God, that's so great. There's a there's a yeah. streamer who does uh, I think she's... I know she's of Asian descent. I think she's Japanese, but she uh, does a really spot-on Pikachu as well. Nice. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anywho. It was good, though. Um, so, yeah, they're being teleported now into the uh, the hospital where uh, our favorite hospital fish is there. Um Yep, the purple doctor fish. Yeah, and he's like, congratulations, Mrs. Smith. You gave birth to a healthy mm-hmm. baby boy. And then the nurse comes in with the baby. And then they teleport right where the baby is. So they. So what happened to the baby? Right. They, if the, like, the, it's the nurse's hands, too. She hands this thing out. This is just, yeah, there's like too much ridiculous shit. This happening. one looks more like it was drawn by the Rugrats guys or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's very. It's more silly. It's less like scary, but it's they're all their arms are all squirming and worming around. Yeah. So and then we see an alien. Planet. So Sandy, right, what? doesn't even know if this is working. She's just sending them place to place, not back and forth. She's sending them place to place to place. So she decides Jeez. to send them to a fucking planet, a whole nother planet, and uh, with monsters. Yeah, like what. And for all she knows, she already fixed them and is messing them up right. again. You know, this, this guy, uh, he's got. There's so much room for error. For sure. Uh, this guy's got one eye. He has feet that have like thumbs as well. Um, yeah. But he doesn't have Thumb any feet. hands and he has like Beatles haircut. Uh, 
And sure. And then uh, the other girl has lips on the top of her, but looks like a genie lamp with an eye in the middle. Even has like a tail that resembles like the genie lamp, and then like a one foot. It's just a weird creature. But the joke's funny enough. I mean, it's just. I've been in love with you ever since I first laid my eye on you. Hey, baby, what's your name? Oh, and then he uh, he uh, goes to give the lips a smooch, but then there's Patrick or uh, Squidward and SpongeBob fused together, but this time. Even weirder. I mean, he Squidward looks like a jellyfish. <laughs> right. It's like big jellyfish Squidward with a SpongeBob just mounted right up on top of his head with shoe hands. Um, but this is apparently attractive. Whatever about this is attractive. I don't know. But on this planet, something about that makes this, I'm assuming, boy. But maybe they don't even have genders yeah. like that on their planet, you know? It's a man's voice, but, right. um, you know, Hey this, baby, what's your alien name? Is like, is like, I want to hit that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe they just like to fuck on that planet. Like it's just anything, you know, for sure. He's like, you look like you got holes. Um, you got, yeah, you got some holes. In you. Uh, so then they come back and they walk out all nonchalant. It's no use. We're still the same. And they weren't the same until now, but they're all nonchalant about it. Whatever. Right, right. And Sandy's like, you know, I was working on blueprints for a new invention, but it's still in its embryo, embryonic stage. Squidward's like, try anything. Like, I can't go to my clarinet recital like this, so we need to do this. And Sandy's like, well, uh, just keep your head up. Uh, you guys, in the meantime. And SpongeBob's just like, together forever. There, he's very like SpongeBob is enjoying the time of Squidward. Squidward hates it. Uh, Sandy's got to work on this. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. now it's like them trying to coexist. They're riding a yeah, bike. They're riding a bike. Squidward doesn't like the way SpongeBob rides the bike, so you know he's got to criticize. Well, him. yeah, his head is and fucking it- smashing off the paddles. Yeah, well, after... After he criticizes him, for sure. Right, right. It's like a punishment. But, um... Yeah, so... He's bonking his head. They ride their bike right into the Krusty Krab. The guy can't believe what he's seeing. It's just a fish uh, with a hat who's eating a burger. A business, a businessman fish inside the restaurant. He's like, holy shit, this hot sauce has got me fucking I'm wasted. I'm tripping, bro. It's, I, I'm, I'm hallucinating. But you can, yeah, with hot enough <laughs> hot sauce. But uh, this is another instance of them coming to work, and there's already people eating in the restaurant. So somebody's already right. been making food, and they're eating. Um, right. They're late. Uh, they, they end up right. in the kitchen. Uh, there's a lot of kerfuffles happening in the back. Uh, crabs. Yeah, Krabs comes in. He's like, what are you guys doing laying around? To him, it just looks like they're just laying in a pile of dishes. Yeah, it looks like just ha- they're just, just hanging out. Sucking each other's things. Yeah, sucking each other's Magic sticks. thumbs. Yeah. Um, um, so then he stands up, and they're like, he's like, E-Gad, what happened to you? Uh, I don't want to know. Just do your jobs. 
Uh, yeah. So then he's just like, yeah, no. yeah. I uh, actually don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. to, to um, him, he's probably like, hey, well, I probably only got to pay one of you because you're the same person now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah, they try to uh, to work together. Um, Squidward calls him an accommodating buffoon. <laughs> um, he's like, everybody knows I'm a sponge. I look nothing like a balloon. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, I don't have time for this. I gotta man the register. So he like yeets himself up to the register as best he can while being attached to SpongeBob who needs to stay in the kitchen. The kitchen. So he's like I don't know, just using his like neck muscles to like stretch as far as he can before he can grab onto the rest register. Yeah. Like he's really strain straining himself. Obviously, the only veins and the stuff. only solution would be for SpongeBob to pull the ingredients by the window and for them to sit in the window, right? I mean, that's the closest in between. But it'd be very hard to yeah. work. Um, so they got an order for uh, yes. two patties. Uh, SpongeBob goes to make them, but he can't quite reach. And then Krabs is like, what's the holdup? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting to it. Time is money, boy. He's like, time is money. Right, right. Um, so he tries to get the bun. He's like trying to put the, the patty on the bun by stretching out. Uh, he basically ends up being able to make a whole patty. Uh, but then as he does, Squidward can't hold on anymore and he breaks off part of the register goes through the window burns his face on the grill and then ends up yeah. uh like hitting spongebob and then they uh they ruin the the only burger that they made and it goes everywhere yeah shit goes everywhere they got tomatoes on their eyes mustard all over their bodies they get kicked out sponge or yeah mr krabs just kicks them out he's like yeah fucking get out of here don't come back till you i'll get do it that sorted out. i'll do this shit myself yeah um so yeah he's gonna do it himself i guess i guess that's what he does spongebob wants to look there. at the bright side i mean at least they have each other another beautiful sunset background yeah, nice one, definitely, with the dark uh, bottom later, layer on the gradient. Very nice. Yeah. I love it. I love a good gradient. It's fu- It's um, funny that uh, Squidward's like, uh, each other, that's how we got in this predicament in the first place, you imbecile. And he says, now if you'll excuse me, I'd like a moment of peace so that he can play the clarinet. So he's like, shut up. And let me play the clarinet. And he's only playing with one of SpongeBob's arms, which is the one he controls. Yeah. But they pass by uh, Surfer, bro. Yeah. Is that what his name is in this? Surfer? Just it Surfer. It should be Sandals, it's right? It's supposed to be like Sandals, but he he's has a different because he's got a hat, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Sandals would never um, wear a hat. Yeah, I mean it is a it is a new design. He's never looked like that before, but it's definitely. Although I don't know if sandals is always that color. I'm not Same. sure. Or has the back fin like that? Right. Um, anyway, he's like, "Rock on, freaky bro," which is just like, "Yeah, you guys are fucking freaky, and I love he it." He does. Like, imagine saying that to like conjoined twins, or right? Some shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't just say that. Like, you can't just be like, "Yeah, you're fucking freaky." Yeah, I like keep, it. Keep it I up. I like it. Yeah, freaky fuck. Hell yeah. He does yeah. the like hang loose shaka bra type of 
hand signal too. That's what he does. He does that. The totally yeah. radicals. Uh, yeah, one half of the totally radicals hand signals, right. as seen on my wristbands that I wear every day. Um, That's right. So then they uh, they go back to Sandy, and uh, they're like, "Please, please tell us you have it figured out." And she has made the molecular separator ray. Um, or at least she tells them to say hello to it. But it's not quite ready. Uh, and Squidward does. Hello, molecular separator ray. He's so happy to see it. Uh, yeah. Let's get down. Let's get on with but it. But then this is like such a relatable thing uh, for me, especially. Like someone who does software de- development. Because she's like, well, you know, it's gonna like take a couple days and he's like what no 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 i need it tomorrow and he's like i can't i can't be stuck here i have to have it tomorrow you have to do it and she's like you can tell she's uncomfortable like no it i mean it takes time dude like what do you want me to what, what do i do and then she's like well uh i'll have it before you get on that's like her uh before you go yeah. on that's her compromise the best, the right? best she can do right um, um yeah so they're at the clarinet recital and there's not an empty seat in the house. i know it's packed and it's a big place too oh well b- before that they this is a funny little gag right where they go to oh, they go yeah. to go to in their own houses to go to sleep instead of just going into the same place um right this is this is why i said it seems like spongebob has control of the whole body yeah well not only that but squidward i know right it's his own arm in this he doesn't have control of that arm yeah they really goof this one up so basically they go to like walk oh look at that spongebob has two squidward arms now this is this is lazy I can't even watch that. So they're like being pulled in like to their doors basically until the houses like end up having to pull e- pull themselves like right next to each other. Right. And Squidward Now their now their houses are just like them. Yeah. They're like stuck together. Melded together. Yeah, and Squidward's like of course. <laughs> So it's the recreation center. And it probably and presents Squidward. Squidward. Literally this whole Squidward thing. is the one and only act. Yeah. And everybody is here to see it. We'll see uh, eventually even Mr. Krabs and Pearl are there. Patrick. Right. Like how did he how did he pull this? This would never happen in season two or three. Everyone like, from town is in here. One person one person would show up and it would be like SpongeBob it'd be SpongeBob and Patrick in the audience. Right. You know, like that's how they would have done the joke. If it was like because normally it's like Squid needs to uh he's not as cool as he thinks he is, but this time it's like he is, but he's not himself. And also even if right. he was, he sucks. He's fine he's finally got a chance, but of course, it got fucked up by SpongeBob. Well, so he thinks, right? Um, so he thinks, right? Yeah. So Squidward is—he's uh, getting very nervous, um, and he's like, "I, I, I can't do it. Sandy's not here. I can't go out there." But SpongeBob peps him up. You know, this is your moment—the story you will tell when you look back as a superstar. And he's like, "Superstar," very easily. Like his, he's like, 
Something for me to dream about? Yes. Okay. Superstar mode. Like, he's ready. Right. Go. Now get get out there and give them the best darn show they've ever seen. You're right. And the show must like, go on. Yeah, he's really doing a good job hyping him up. Um, ladies and gentlefish. Ah, uh, because uh, they're uh. underwater. Eh? Uh, ladies and germs. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I uh, know. <laughs> Bikini Bottoms Community Rec Center is proud to prevent, present Squidward Tentacle. Squidward! And Squidward has now uh, donned a Count Dracula esque cape. Yeah. To hide his hideous body. And he's just holding up the clarinet at first, but then he starts to play it. Uh, pretty much right away, but nobody likes it. They like there's Ugh. a lady is scared, honey. I'm scared. <laughs> but uh, they, so they like turn the lights on because it's going horribly. It's too scary. Yeah. But it distracts Squidward and he starts walking. And there's like a nail that's in the floor and uh, it starts to tear his cape until it does tear his cape completely off. And you can see the abomination that stands in front of them. Uh, this guy. The truth is revealed. Matt, he looks yeah, like he's about guy. to barf. I love it. He's about to lose his lunch. Yeah. What, what's up with this guy over here? He's got like one eye. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just the angle. Oh, that's his mouth. That's his would... mouth. I know that guy. He's the guy who's like, yeah. do you have any salt? And he's like, no. Could you check? Could no. Could, could you check? <laughs> no. Um, no. But he's gotten over that in that whole thing, and he's ready to see Squidward rock. He likes Squidward now, yeah. yeah. Pearl and Crabs uh, are there. Uh, SpongeBob's just like, um, hi. And then we get a guy who's got the same hat as Sandal's counterpart, whatever mm. you want to call him. He has the same hat. Different color, different vibe, but he still says, Whoa, rock on, freaky bro. Yeah, woo! Well, and apparently his name is Wobbles. (gasps) He has has a name. Wobbles. And never seen him before yet. And he does the rock on symbol, which is not the second symbol of the Totally Radicals. Right. Not a Totally Radical symbol at all. At all. (laughs) At all. They said he wasn't even supposed to be in the area. Um, so okay, let's see. This this fish actually has been in the background a bunch. Wobbles. Um, yeah. Let's see. I love the young people. He's also there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's nothing, just looking at it real quick. He just appears. It doesn't look like he maybe has lines very often. Yeah, because I was going to say, I was like, I've definitely seen that fish before. But Yeah, this is like an everyone who's no everyone is here. Like Tom, yeah. Tom, Tom, other Tom. There's like ten Toms. Fred, uh, freaking this guy. What, what does he say? Harold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Big matey claws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love when he has that uh, like British. He's always voice. like yell. Yeah, he's like yelling. He's like a mean British 
What, what does he say yeah, at the at the one uh, when they're telling jokes? What's uh, why? What like he's the what one. has six legs and smells bad? Your act or something like that. Oh, I forget what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. The Squidward live one. Um, hey, funny guy. I've got a like. I've got one for you, like something like that. Yeah, like. Um, but Patrick's there too, and he is. Uh, He's uh, happy. Everyone's happy. So I looked it up Patrick real quick. He says, uh, hey, funny guy, I got a joke for you. What smells rotten and puts people to sleep? SpongeBob says, noxious gas. And he says, <laughs> your joke or your routine or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your act. Ha, 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 ha. Um, anywho. Uh, everyone's excited, and Squid- SpongeBob's like, "Wow, they really liked it," and it's like he only played a tiny little bit, and it was bad. They're really only cheering because <laughs> because of their they're accepting. Their freaks. They're being they're letting yeah, their their they want them to feel accepted, and like they're like these guys are really letting their freak flag fr- fly. Yeah, like I'm into that. <laughs> you guys are doing it, and Squidward's like they're they're cheering superstardom. This must be what it feels like. What it looks like, what it sounds like, and <sighs> what it smells like. like. Simply intoxicating. And just when it's, I mean, perhaps the greatest moment of Squidward's life, being yes, famous, right. Sandy shows up. And uh, she's like, woo-wee, there you are. <laughs> looks like I'm just looks in like time. I'm just in time. <laughs> Not able to read the room. Yeah, at all. <laughs> at all. So she shoots him with this gun. Also, if it's so important you need goggles on the edge of your helmet, why are you shooting people in front of a whole unprotected audience? What the frick? The goggles are a shooting funny little thing, but they don't actually do anything. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> for them to exist, like... You know, that's the whole joke is that they exist, I guess. Yeah. It's like, ooh, goggles. Fun. Right. <laughs> they go to, like, tell her not to do it, but she already does it, and she blasts them, and now they're into two separate pieces. The crowd gasps, and um, they're, like, a little upset. Um, but Squidward takes the clarinet, and he's going to play. Hmm, and he keeps playing. Uh, and it's bad again, but now everyone hates it because, uh, it's bad. Oh, look, she's there without her mother. Yes. Chocolate. Yeah. She, the one who sold her mom or who was there with her mom when they bought chocolate. Right. Now her mom's dead. Yeah. Um, literally. And now this guy's blows the skin off of him. It's just bones, but he's still moving. And he's like, I'm out of (laughs) here. I did not mean <laughs> to blow your mind, but that shit happens to me all, all the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch that movie soon. I feel like all of, <laughs> yeah, all of our peaks on Discord are like being like cut off so it's like i can't hear part of it as we're doing it it's great (laughs) um anywho 
Uh, Squidward's like, no, my, my one moment of fame, gone. There has to be a way to reverse this, and he's he starts uh, fucking around with the gun, just pressing stuff, and she's like, no, Squidward, it's a very sensitive device. But then, uh, yeah, SpongeBob's like, Squidward, I wouldn't, and then there's a giant laser blast. Everybody who is left, um, just it, uh, next thing you know, they're at a therapist office. Well, it's just Squidward, right? But everybody kind of gets zapped, and he's like, So what seems to be the problem, Mr. Tentacles? And Squidward just goes, It all started when I was born. And then what do we see? Yeah, this this is the part that I do remember from this. The gross, blobby culmination of Squidward, SpongeBob, Mrs. Puff, Crabs, Pearl, Sandy, and Patrick. And Very an eyeball. Cronenberg. Yes. Very Cronenberg-esque. I didn't even see the eyeball. That's disgusting. Right? And whose is it? We have no idea. It's just a, a rogue eyeball in this massive people. Oh, Larry's in there, too. But Larry he is in on it. But he isn't in the, like, Cronenberg. Right. Whoa, that's funny. And also, it's like... Squidward clearly has a little bit of, like, consciousness left. They just look like they're all brain dead. Right, right. Oh, God. It's very weird. Yeah, it is funny that they Why did put they Larry do that? in and then they forgot Larry. I guess the claw, but it no, that's Krabs's. Like, that looks like Mr. Krabs's claw, right? Yeah, even in the, like, the transcript, it just says the other ones who were in there. Um, so that's the end of the episode. Uh, it's a uh, Steven Steven Cronenberg is more like. Uh, I think watching this one back as we were reviewing it made me like it less. <laughs> Just the absurdity <laughs> of how like dumb the teleporting was. Yeah, how bad when it, you when you break it down, it's like yeah, this is fucking dumb. They broke it down for like they. They just move them from place to place just for the jokes, and the jokes weren't even that good. That's the right. thing that gets me. Right. <laughs> it's a shame, but uh, it was it was all just yeah. It was like just filling time. Like oh yeah, send them here. Uh yeah, send them here. That'd be funny. Yeah, right? send them to yeah. space. Fuck it. <laughs> and it's like yeah, send. <laughs> they uh fuck it. <laughs> I I just. I don't know. It's like a, it was decent entertainment, but and it was memorable. I remembered it for sure because there's, you know, there's like one of every series that has something like this where people get fused together or something, or handcuffed or right. whatever it is. So it's memorable, but I'd have to give it more of like a five. Oh no! I, don't know. I didn't really care for it as much this time. <laughs> You're like, you're like, it pains you to say it, but you're like, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's fine. I mean, I at least think it's like absurd and like there's some level of fun there with the absurdity, but I get what you're saying where it's like, right. When it's like, okay, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? It's not even funny. What's going on? Like, right. Like, why? Why? Why not do a, a funny joke there? You know, like... <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, just a lot of it was kind of... Whatever. 
But uh, let's just put them in places that they're not supposed to be, and somehow Sandy has full control over all of this, despite us showing that she has very limited control over the whole situation. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no, there was no like continuity thought of at all during the episode whatsoever. Which is, you know, it's okay, but I know what you're saying. It kind of takes you out of it once, you, once you're once you thinking about it. Right, and it's like they did it for a specific purpose, and then that purpose is uh, not really a good payoff. Not a good payoff, right. That's what I'm saying, right. I guess, and I guess this episode kind of does have a little bit of what I was talking about before, about how it has, like, a setup for the joke at the end, you know? Um, but the joke at the end is, like, not exactly funny. It's more like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're a disgusting blob now. And that's the end. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not what like, we oh, learned? my God, they're a disgusting blob. I'm going to I'm gonna die laughing. Yeah, and I guess you know, the like, message is, like, I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't like yeah, be yourself, yeah. oh, but only if you're a freak. Like, yeah, right, right. Let your freak flag fly. But if you are just a regular person who's not, you're not modifying special. your body, yeah. th- then you're not cool. Body mods, cool. That's that's what it's mm. <laughs> like. Extreme body mods. That's what makes you cool. You'll be famous. Yeah. Become a lizard man or a skeleton man. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, uh, uh, I wish there was a better lesson or theme. A little bit uh, devoid of a lesson. Yes, indeed. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that is going to do it for episode eight. The long-awaited ones that everyone's been waiting for. Um, although... You know, hopefully the episode of ours was better than the actual episodes themselves. Um, and we thank you for uh, for lending your ears once again to join us in this exploration of Robert, uh, Sponge Robert uh, Rectangle Trousers. And... Uh, <laughs> Rhombus Trousers? If you're not aware of who we are, then uh, maybe oh. we should tell you. Let me clue you in, mother truckers. My name is Alexander Beardsley. I am one half of your hosts of this show. And I do some other stuff, too. Not really a lot lately, but I am wanting to make content. I know I've been saying that basically forever, that I want to do other content as well. But I do. you can follow me to stay up to date with whatever I'm doing on social media any of the social medias, uh, Ashton Waganda is the name. A S H T O N W A G A N D H A. Any social media that I'm on, that's the name. So wherever you want to find me, you can look for me. Yep. I'm, oh, I meant to send you this one TikTok because there was a trend going around where somebody brought up that eating ashwagandha, like, has a side effect that makes your pee pee bigger. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, anyways, I'm Zach Main, totally rad underscore Zach. Uh, like I said, I do have, uh, like, I, I tweet and I have uh, Instagram pictures mostly of uh, Gohan. 
and the travels we had. Uh, but you can find my stuff there, or you can hit us up uh, on Discord. Uh, I'm also on Twitch under the name Mystified, M-I-S-T-A-F-Y-E-D. Uh, Productions at gmail.com if you want to send us a note. Patreon, Facebook, YouTube, um, podcast places, leave us reviews. There's so many things you can do to, uh, to help us, and we see it all when it happens, and we really appreciate it. Uh, so if you're listening and you're nervous, you think that Jay Lunder and uh, like Sherm Cohen are approachable? Man, me and Alex are even more approachable because we aren't shit. So uh, we ain't shit. Nobody. We're just two two bros chilling in a hot tub. Talking two bros chilling in a hot tub. Five feet of fart. Five feet. Five feet a fart. That's that's the five going feet rate apart, for a fart. Because we're not gay. It's five feet for a fart. We're not gay, but happy Pride anyway. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. Hopefully, a uh, hot girl summer's coming. Apparently, that's what it, this summer is named. I don't know why it's called Hot Girl Summer. The Hot like, Girl Summer. I feel like maybe it was always Hot Girl Summer, but like now it's being labeled as Hot Girl Summer more than ever. Well, I don't even know what it is, but because I, I don't know everything that these these kids are doing, I can get a little bit out of, uh, of it Sheesh. from Sarah because she she'll. She'll at least know about it sometimes. You at least know about the but sheesh, I, right? Sheesh! Uh, not really. Sheesh! Oh my god, you're... Never mind. I forgot, your hand is what? so far off the pulse. Anyways, what were you saying? Oh, um... And there's this other kid I work with, too, who kind of fills me in on what the kids are talking about, too. He, he likes doing it. Um, yeah. But... I think the hot girl thing, it's like this thing. It's like a... It's more of a vibe I, I don't or know. like a mindset or like a... Right. Yeah. It's like it's like I declare myself a hot girl or a hot boy, and that is like my personality. Right, for the summer. I give like, off a, a, a hot vibe. Yeah, yeah. it's time to like, like be like, a bad bitch and like party and have fun and look good. Like that's the mindset that's right. like they're trying right. to do. Right, and I don't know about it. And you don't know it's, about sheesh either, which is crazy to me. What is what is that? I mean, what? It's a you're saying sheesh. And it's then probably it goes from a fucking too. TikTok or sheesh. some shit. It's like it's. I mean, it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. It's a whole. I'm thing. sure. I'm sure my. I've seen my boy at work do it. I'm sure he does all kinds of weird stuff like that. I'm sure. That shit busted on God on God, respectfully. Right? Sheesh! This is like the new lingo. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's really silly. <laughs> Anywho, uh, thanks for joining us. This was an extra long episode. Like, very extra long. Um, You're going to have to cut it down. No, probably. I can't. i got to add in clips. Can't cut it down. No, you actually are probably going to oh, cut it down. Oh, you mean that I'm like, contractually obligated by Anchor to cut it down? Or release I it in so. two parts? We're going to split. See you later. Love you, Gucci. Peace. Love you, Gooch mongrels.
All right, motherfuckers, here we are. We are doing a podcast. Here we are. All right, that's our outro.